Minds of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where we catch you up on all the hot, hot wrestling action of the week. Uh, remember to rate and subscribe. I hate that I got to say this. You should know this. If you're listening, give us five stars. Write something about how cool we are in the comments. Write how shitty we are in the comments. I, I don't care. Just give five stars. Uh, sweet. Cool. Uh, all right, let's get into it. A lot to cover. Every single week, there's a lot to cover now because uh, wrestling is uh, trying to take over all the media you consume. Uh, anyway, every week on the podcast, I have a funny, funny guest from the comedy world. And this week is no exception, straight from the streets of Philadelphia, but without the AIDS, Alex Newman. That's right. The, the one defining characteristic of Philadelphia <laughs> is that it gave Tom Hanks AIDS. I didn't want people to think... I don't want people to think that you had it. I don't. Um, I do not. I don't know. That, this got real dark real fast. But it's funny because me. But the reason I, I, I think about Philadelphia, the first thing I think of is the movie, is because my wife, she loves that movie. Mm. She watches it all the time, which is a weird thing. Yeah. But uh, she loves, like, she tends to, like, uh, gravitate towards the morbid. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of comedians do. She's a comedian Absolutely. as well. Uh, and, uh, but, like, what, our wedding was, like, you know, in uh, April, right. and one of the jokes was she was like, "We want our first dance to be the to the streets of Philadelphia, oh, to no. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that Bruce Springsteen song, yeah, yeah, yeah. that just is like all about AIDS, yeah, because uh, it's actually like a nice song, sure, yeah, you could dance to it, but yeah. like people would start like slowly be isn't like, this, isn't this the? Isn't this? And we thought that'd be really funny, but uh, we backed out on that. We, we backed out on probably most of the things." Most of the goofy things we were going to do for a wedding, we backed out of most of those. Anyway, enough about me. Uh, how are you? I'm I'm fantastic. Yeah, so you're one of our active uh, uh, members of the Facebook page, the Communities of Wrestling Facebook page. Check it out. We're having a nice, yeah, skintimate conversation I'm about under, pro wrestling. I'm underemployed, so I have plenty of time <laughs> to post and comment. I think all wrestling fans are underemployed. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... So yeah, well, uh, uh, you're from Phil- Philadelphia, which I was yeah. asking you before we started, and like, I always we got we started talking about that because I said to you like Philly's a real heel town. Yeah, and uh, I I grew up going to Philadelphia a lot, and mm-hmm. I went to college in Delaware, so we would like go to Philly at like random weekends. Like right. I went to like 76ers games and shit. So, uh, but but I um I never I never really like grew up thinking of Philly in like a heel way. Sure, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what. How do you, I, how do you I, feel about that? I mean, I take it as a compliment. I think that it wasn't is, a question. But it yeah. is a it is a heel city. I think in the sense that uh, I think no matter what the medium, if it's professional wrestling or comedy yeah. or whatever it is, it's really hard to please that audience. Yeah, um, and they don't let you get away with shit like at all. Yeah, uh, and I think the benefit though of that sort of intensity is that with wrestling, I don't think there's a city like on TV that seems to give more of a shit. About what's going yeah. on in the ring right. in Philly, like they'll they are they're on board for everything. They're passionate and they demand excellence. Yes, like I was remembering recently that to promote that last season of Game of Thrones, they like they said in the in Philadelphia they were gonna like project dragons. There was like, gonna be like a dragon show. Do you right. remember this? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> on like some church or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And then it was just like this shitty projection. It was like yeah. pretty insulting. Yeah. And everyone in Philly was just booing Booed it and it. posting yeah. it on Instagram. <laughs> of course. <laughs> They'll just boo a dragon. Yeah. Well we trashed that shitty robot that was trying to travel the country too. What was the robot? There was somebody about. in Canada made this robot uh like it was, and the point was to see how far it could travel across the United States by like hitchhiking. Like people would pick up this 
when I say robot, I mean it was like a bunch of trash like stapled right. together. Yeah. And it got to Philly, and somebody at like four o'clock in the morning found it on the street and just kicked it to bits. <laughs> 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 and didn't they didn't they didn't try to like take it with them? They just destroyed it. They gave him the Roman Reigns treatment. <laughs> they did. Yeah. <laughs> they, the... they buried the they, they buried the uh, the robot. Uh, do were you uh, around at all for the ECW? I era? was. Yeah, I was living in Trenton at the time, and I was only about ten or eleven. In New Jersey? Yeah. And uh, I. I, Wait, Trenton, New Jersey, is that South Jersey? Yeah. Well, no, well, there's that weird thing where, yeah. like, where people who are, I learned this from going to Delaware. Yeah. It's like people in Jersey, if you live in South Jersey, you consider yourself, like, Philly's your city. Right. Not New York City. Right. right. You know? Uh, and yeah. you're like, yeah. So. Well, even Camden, they call Camden, like, if there's anything happening in, like, Camden, right. they say it's in Philly, but it's in a different state. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it was. Uh, but uh, Philly was your city, even though you were in New Jersey. Yeah, well, I mean, I was only ten. Like, I grew up. I, right. I was born in Philly, uh, like a suburb of Philly called Levittown, and I lived in Trenton for like a couple years. Yeah. Uh, and I only, I was like a thousand feet from the ECW arena. It was like the Rockefeller Building or something like that. You and grew up a thousand feet. It was from so ECW close. Arena? It was so close. Yeah, my stepdad took me a couple times. Wow. To see it, I saw Tommy. You got to go with your stepdad. Yeah. You don't want to go with your your biological father. No, that's no, not, no. Like, that's not a. That's yeah. not as cool. You want, if you want to be extreme, you got to go with your yeah, stepdad. Your stepdad's got to be like, look, man. Yeah, let me show you the ropes. Yeah, and I was scared to be honest because like he showed me it on TV because yeah. I'm, I'm I'm a kid right. and I'm seeing like Tommy Dreamer go through like 17 tables and like uh, Sebu. How, how old are you at this? point? I'm 30. So, well, now you don't make me do math. How old are you when you uh, oh, go on ECW? Like 10. 10 like 10. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At 10, I was seeing like Ultimate Warrior. I was watching the, as Daniel Bryan would say, the soft WWE style. Right, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, no, because it was like, yeah, like 95, 96. Yeah. That's crazy. At, yeah. So, like, is that even, that's like even before they were doing the pay per views and stuff, right? right. That's yeah. just when they were just doing like just purely local shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember ever seeing like Paul, a young Paul Heyman? I don't. I don't remember. All I remember are like the huge spots that I saw. Like I right. did see. I saw Tommy Dreamer like in person go through too many tables. Uh, uh, Sandman um, beating the shit out of people with the cane. Just yeah, big, yeah, yeah. like big kind of stuff. I remember. I don't remember Paul Heyman. Uh, Sabu. Sabu. I remember Sabu. Yeah. I saw him a couple times, but I just remember being super like too scared to like, really like really enjoy it because it was so intense, and I'm like don't know much yeah. at eleven, you know? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And like, I kind of missed I missed that aspect, how crazy the spots were. I realized like, we have to, like, take care of the performers now and, like, not have them yeah, yeah, yeah. crush their skulls. Well, but there's I nothing mean, beats, like, sure. coming through 20 tables. Nothing beats it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, those guys, I mean, the, the whole Attitude Era and, like, was, and what, what ECW, the precedent that it set, is kind of insane. But it... I kind of, you know, it made me thinking about it. Some of that stuff was awesome. I really did enjoy it at the time. Yeah. But I would say I enjoy the what's the spot fest yeah. now. Like, yeah. I enjoy the spots now that are, like, more acrobatic and controlled. Like, I enjoy what, what a Neville does mm-hmm. more than just seeing, like, uh, I don't know. I, I kind of no, I'm no. All, I understand. I, I'm disagreeing with myself as I say it, but just because Neville wasn't my favorite example because right. he's a little sterile to me. Like yeah. he's a little. I, I like Neville, but he's a little like too gymnasty. Yeah. Well, but we could we could talk about a spot that happened on Raw. Yeah. I mean, we can get to the end of bring it. it bring that, it to Raw. Yeah, yeah, sure. The uh, that big uh, top of the cage splash. The crossbody from yeah. Seth Rollins off the, the top of the, the cage. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I enjoy that a yeah. lot. It doesn't have to be a table. You can land in a big Bulgarian brute's arms and be fine. 
Yeah, that was a that's very high. Yeah, I mean, and Rollins had two big jumps in the night. I mean, the other one was a lot smaller. Right. Than the other, you know, that one you thought it was going to be big, and then he made up for it with a big jump later. Yeah, because bef- that was actually interesting because since the draft, mm-hmm. they changed the whole setup. But before the the, the, the whole like raw uh, uh, layout, before that, that would have been a big drop. Right. Like it used to be higher up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we were all like got a little tricked, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, what I mean? yeah, yeah. Like we're like, oh, wait, that's only like a three foot drop, right? But it used to be like when, I remember when Kevin Owens threw Machine Gun Kelly mm-hmm. off of the, uh, uh, why am I losing what that's called? The it's called the ramp, but what's the, the what's the top of the ramp called? Whatever, who cares? Yeah, uh, 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 uh the, the that was like a big drop, even yeah. though he fell onto like you know some padding. And right, stuff, right, right. Yeah, you know, yeah. What was it? So you called me the Drew Gulak of the of the. Is yeah. that because I'm from Philly? Is yeah, the just only because you're from Philly, <laughs> Philly, and also because you, I felt like you were the, you were the you're like a Gulak head. I don't know. You you dug I am. him. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, he's awesome. You thought you dug him. Yeah. Well, uh, there was a weird. There's connection. also that girl who's in our in the Facebook group, Erin uh, mm-hmm. Finnerty, and she also is a Gulak. You guys are both like Philly yeah. Gulak fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know much about him besides the Cruiserweight Classic, which actually we'll get into Raw, we'll get into everything, but yeah. let's talk about the Cruiserweight Classic because. Yeah. The finale happened. Uh, we yeah, it was. We were recording our last step, and it was that night. So, yeah. So T.J. Perkins won the cruiserweight class. Hell yeah, I like that a lot. Actually, yeah, uh, I think that he's really cool, and I actually like. I mean, for the sake of, I know that diversity is a big conversation around everywhere. Yeah, and I think it's cool that like a Filipino dude who was homeless won the whole thing. Can I say something? Yeah, of course. Of course, that's cool. I, a Filipino guy won, and then I immediately thought of my friend AJ Dayrit, who uh, I went to high school with, uh-huh. who is uh, uh, who's like a big. He's a, the biggest wrestling fan that I know. Uh, he like he like he'll post pictures. He like goes down to full sale, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. he's like a big wrestling guy. And so I was like, oh, he probably thinks it's awesome. And then he was like, look, I know I'm a Filipino and I'm supposed to dig that TJ Perkins won. But he's like, that guy's so boring. (laughs) (laughs) I I gave him props for that because if it was like a Jew, I would just be like, that guy's awesome. Yeah. I would be like, you know. Who's that one? Barry Horowitz? Yeah, Barry Horowitz. (laughs) He was all, no, Barry Horowitz is great. I don't know why you're laughing. Right. No, I'm just saying his gimmick was that he was Jewish. (laughs) His gimmick was that he was Jewish. Uh, I mean, we, at that time, it was easy to shit on Barry Horowitz because we had Goldberg. Right, yeah. So, like, why didn't we? <laughs> we got his, one Jew. His name was Goldberg. Right. Like, and he was the biggest jacked, least Jewy-looking guy. Right. Uh, uh, but, yeah, so T.J. Perkins won. Yeah. Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah, T.J. Perkins. Look, T.J. Perkins was uh, an immediate standout for mm-hmm. me. Like, I remember from the first round. He, I think he fought in the first card, the first yeah. night, mm-hmm. and me and my buddy like immediately texted each other like, "This guy T.J. Perkins is good." Yeah, and he has a lot of experience. He's not that young. Yeah, he's like thirty-two. He, uh, I mean, which is young, but he's not that new to the business. Mm-hmm. Like some of these cruiserweights feel like they're nineteen years old. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he's been around a while. He's wrestled in like TNA. He's had like PWG matches. He's like been around. Right. So it's cool. He's a guy who's due, um, and I, I'm happy he won. I think that what. Ruined the end of the Cruiserweight Classic for me is that I knew T.J. Perkins would win right. going into that special because yeah. Zack Sabre Jr. didn't sign. Yeah. Kota Ibushi is, didn't sign either. Like, right. There was rumblings that he did sign, but then I guess he was asking. He was like, I will. He's like, he was like, I'll sign, but I won't exclusively fight in WWE. Right. Yeah. No, I. I, I it, yeah. it is kind of like the the downside. Like, of They're not going to give it to Grand Batali because no. he like can't speak English at all. Right at all. Yeah, he I, he could win the Cruiserweight Champion Classic, but I was like, for him to come out on Raw the uh, on the first 
uh, night, I just I'm like I couldn't see it, so no. I knew T.J. Perkins was gonna win. But then they didn't even have T.J. Perkins didn't even show up on Raw. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I that whole. I mean, I'm glad they went with Brian Kendrick. I think it's a pretty obvious pick yeah. to, to to win that and kind of be the contender. Um, but yeah, they kind of did it out of order. Like WWE never can never get the order of like how to reveal things right. ever. Like they they keep building up. Uh, what's his name? Kurt Curtis Hawkins, Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, and I'm like, I already don't care about this guy. Yeah, like, and he's coming back. Too. Like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, like no. face the like, fuck you, face the facts. Face the, facts. the dumbest like thing. His promos are real. Those uh, packages are uh, pretty dumb. Yeah, but like, so they never get the. They should have. They should have waited to reveal everything on Raw. Yeah, and just made a bigger deal of it on Raw. Yeah, definitely. I think. Uh, uh, well, look, there's a lot to say. Yeah. Let's go back yes. for a second, and then we'll go back into Raw. Let's go back to the Cruiserweight Classic, like, the that the the special. Yeah. Because it was actually the thing that I cared about the most this week. Easily, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but, like, that kind of ruined it for me because I was like, I know who's going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did pop for the title because I think the title was really cool. Yeah. Do you like the way the title I like. Yeah, I like the title a lot. I, I triple H, I don't think he needs, I don't think he needs to deliver everything so theatrically like i don't know if he needs to like everything needs to be so dramatic like yeah. he never said like he, he never said like this match is going to be for the championship i think that might have been fine sure i don't think he needed to say like we're looking for the one <laughs> right. one guy with the ability like it's a little too much especially in that small arena yeah. but i do like I, it's just a little it's like <laughs> He could save it. Right. Because sometimes it's coming off as, like, douchey. Yeah, of course, yeah. That yeah. time, maybe I liked it. But I keep, it keeps bringing me back to, like, how he keeps opening up all the Brooklyn takeovers. Yeah. Uh, like, every SummerSlam by just, like, being like, it started as a whisper. <laughs> and, you know, it's that, that I, like, I, mean, I don't need that. It's yeah. Like, you could be a little bit of, like, the hero behind the scenes. Like, maybe we could, like, catch you. Like, we could just catch you on the camera, like, looking at a screen, and then you'll look kind of cool because we know you're behind it. Yeah, yeah, It doesn't yeah. have to be so overtly, like, yeah. look at what I'm making. I'm so great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I feel like a lot of it, a lot of the success of the Cruiserweight Classic was because of how hands-off a lot of the creative yeah. felt. And they just let them wrestle and let them do cool shit. Yeah. And work ring psychology in a way that, like, would get people who, they're not cutting promos, so the only way they can get over is to put on awesome matches. And that's right. what they did. And then here comes Triple H. Like, remember who? The guy to always put himself <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, he always has. To. Yeah, Triple H is in business but, for himself. Yeah, yeah. But okay, so the, we had those four matches that night. Yeah. First, we had Saber Junior versus uh, Matal Grand Matalik. Is that your? Uh, that's that my your Moro? Mar- Mar- <laughs> I can't do a good impression, but I. It's like I always. I, I walk around my house like an autistic man, just like <laughs> saying Grand Matalik in the Moro voice. And yeah. I just it just sticks in my head because. Grandma Talik is such a yeah. funny name. I always, I walk around saying, uh, Tope Suicida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And my yeah. girlfriend's like, what the fuck are you Grand talking about? Grand Tazawa. <laughs> oh, 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 what's his name? No, I don't uh, know what his first uh, name was. Uh, yeah, uh, Akira. Something. Yeah, Akira Tozawa. Grandma Talik. <laughs> Grandma Talik. I love Mara, though. I, I, I liked the, I thought the match on Raw was great. Uh, but it didn't feel the same without Daniel Bryan and, and, and Ruben, or, and, and Mara, like, yeah, so commentating. Yeah, so uh, I think Mick Foley tweeted something out saying like, "Hey, we want to borrow them from SmackDown because, yeah. like, for them to announce the cruiserweight, they did really help it a lot. I mean, 
especially Moro, like the intensity of the matches and his intensity mm-hmm. really like had a nice synergy. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do miss that. But just to go back to the classic for a minute, and I think that is like I thought the Sabre Junior Mata League match I was not that into, Mm-mm. and uh, especially after yeah. coming off like uh, me defending Sabre Junior so hard. Yeah, lady, on this threat, he's got lady legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about Sabre Junior? Because it's going to be a running threat of the show. Sure. We're always going to talk about ZSJ. So I think. Uh, I didn't really pay a lot of attention to, like, Matt wrestling. Yeah. Um, but now that I have started to, I think there's just people who do it better. Like, I like Jack Gallagher better. I think it's just more interesting when he does that British style. Yeah. Um, I think it's Gallagher, right? Gallagher? I don't know. I don't. I was calling him Gallagher. It, it's got a G was, in it. <laughs> whatever. It's yeah. not important. Uh, but I, I, I don't hate Zack Sabre Jr. I just don't see, like, a lot of the hype around him because his body's shit. He... Can't really talk. <laughs> His body's shit. It is. Uh, he. Uh, I mean. Com- I mean. My body is shit as well. But like, <laughs> uh, compared to a lot of the other superstars, um, I don't hate him. I don't think he's like awful. Yeah. It's just kind of boring. Uh, although I do say, my boy Gulak, that was probably my favorite match. Was yeah. Gulak Saber uh, Junior because of the amount of selling that was happening, which I don't see him selling a lot. Like he gets like dropped on his head and he just has the same look on his face. Yeah. All the time. Sabre Jr.? Yeah. Yeah. Sabre, well, I think that's one of the val- valid yeah, you complaints like that, about right? him. You like No, no, no. I think his in ring acting is terrible. Yeah. Like, I think his, yeah, I think it's, uh, that's actually a knock on him. I, I, look, I agree with a lot of things about him. I just think the, his, the way he wrestles, someone put it to me this weekend as saying it's, they, it's too easy. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I ever heard it put that way, which is like kind of a way similar to what Jason Shabiro, uh, yeah. friend of the show, um, and my and, and the, the man that you've made my mortal enemy yeah, for every and, and Alex Newman, they they have a, a feud going on the uh, on the Facebook thread. But uh, is uh, it's like they were saying that his whole like all the holds he does, it feel like they're too unrealistic, right? And I think that's like ties into that where it's like, hey, you know, in real life that like if someone is twisting your arm like that, you wouldn't scream in pain. You'd try to punch them with the other arm, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, if you if you're ever sometimes there's like pressure points in the body where like sure. you, you're like completely paralyzed in a way like <laughs> right. I don't know I buy it for yeah. some reason I'm able to suspend my disbelief but I think that's valid so anyway that match I didn't love that much I do like Grandma Talik yeah I think like I think what I dig about him is like he's a luchador who goes like so over to the top yeah uh, I think like his outfit is like full on Power Ranger and I'm yeah. like you know what he comes in in like a king's robe yeah it's like if you're gonna do it. Do it, yeah, or do like Del Rio, where you don't do it at all, right? Right? Although right. I did, I think I just read something that Del Rio was urging luchadors to take off their masks. Oh, really? That know. seems controversial. I don't know if it is, but it seems it sounds like it would disrespectful. Be. But I don't yeah. know if I made that up or not. Yeah, uh, 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 I'll have to relook that up for next time too. Actually, Zig, check that up. See if Del Rio was talking about luchadors style. Del Rio shoots on luchadors. Yeah, well, he just showed up in a, some small promotion. Uh, all right, great. So. Um, the other match. Oh, then we had TJ Perkins versus who? Um, uh, TJ Perkins versus uh, oh Kota Ibushi. Yeah, that match was dope. Yes, that match I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah. That match I thought it was better than the finale too. Yeah, I recently started getting into New like Japan. New Japan and stuff, yeah. and Ibushi is I could watch him wrestle all day. I just love how strong. I love when they make guys look strong, like yeah. super strong, and they do a good job of, of that with him. And they did it in the in the CWC. Yeah, with that sit that sit out power bomb. Like the the last ride, he does like a last ride, a sit down. Last I mean, ride. that goes so uh, sit sit out power bomb. Yeah, 
goes a long way with me. You like uh, the sit down power? Just, yeah, I love it. I always think like I like it, but they're always it's always awkward when like now they're in the seated position. Yeah. Batista actually figured out like that he did a, a backward somersault out yeah, of it. Yeah, which, yeah. which actually made it work for me. Yeah. Because the last thing you want to do is just be sitting down. Right. Or try to <laughs> yeah, try to put your ankles over their wrists so you yeah. can pin them. Yeah. But Kota Bushi goes right into a pin, so that's fine. So he's, yeah. he's in the pin position and then he yells like a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> you know that? He just I can't tell if he's like it's it sounds like he like it looks like he sat on a spike. Yeah. Like he looks like in so much pain. Yeah. Uh yeah, and then we, then we had the finals which was uh which was a cool match and then TJ Perkins won. TJ Perkins pretty terrible on on microphone. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that might be a part of the reason why we did, they didn't bring him out. For sure. They were like if we're going to showcase the cruiserweights, right? Let's yeah. bring out Grant Maltoli and let's uh let's just show what they do in yeah. the ring. Yeah. I kind of hated that Foley was like uh uh, if you've been watching, you know what to expect. But if you haven't been watching, like get ready because it's gonna be awesome. Like just shut up. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> they did everything. So that's so now let's get into a Raw how they debuted the cruiserweights yeah. and like we're giving this a lot of weight because actually to me the cruiserweight classic has been a major success. And, Absolutely, uh, and uh, been like very exciting, especially in a time where like. I don't know. Historically, this is a lull for me mm-hmm. after watch wrestling. Like between SummerSlam and the Rumble, right? I get like a little less excited, and that maybe I, I felt I feel like reinvigorated by like, oh, the cruiserweights are coming. Like that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they buried him in the third hour, which mm-hmm. I was like, I was hoping they would not do. Yeah, I was hoping they would open Raw with them, like they would treat it like the cruiserweights are here and it's a big deal. Right. And I'm not. But now it's yeah. What's it going to be like a 15 minute segment every Monday? That's it. Yeah, and also I hate this thing where they always have to like bring out, uh, they bring out Mick Foley to like he's got to introduce them and sell the cruiserweights. Yeah. It's like all the selling was in the ring, right? And it was proven. Yeah, that's what I said when I was watching it. I was like, I can't wait for them to give these guys storylines I don't give a shit about. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Just let them wrestle. Just let them wrestle. Now the crowd was dead when the cruiserweight segment Ugh. started. Uh, a couple reasons why. Mick Foley was, I mean, how many times did he get on the microphone Yeah, that Raw? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Raw is just like the talkiest show. It is. Now, I'm contradicting myself because I've always been like, I want a little more story. Mm-hmm. But this is none of it's story. Right. It's all just like celebration. Yeah. And like semantics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like there's got to be an optimal way. Like on NXT, the way that they have a... Uh, what's his name? Uh, like William Regal, the way he like sorts things out, they can use a little bit of that. Yeah, William Regal. Where it's just like he stares off, he'll like just like come out <laughs> and show his distaste for something that happened, and then the next week he's like, "All right, because of last week, here's what's gonna happen." Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I will, I will defend fully. Actually, one of the first hot takes that I have is, "Fuck that audience." Here's why. Oh, okay. Here's why. So. He, uh, Foley's doing that thing in the ring, and he's uh, quoting Mark Twain, right? Yeah. And he flubs his words a little bit. Yeah. Crowd turns on him. Now, that man has been beat about the face and head yeah, yeah. area more it's, than anybody. It's fucked up to 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 knock Foley for flubbing and lines, considering like for your entertainment, he killed all his brains. Exactly. Cuts. Yeah. So like <laughs> at that point, I'm like, oh, this audience is the worst. Uh, and and they like, of course, they're booing Roman, but they hated that crowd. Hated Roman. More than, yeah. like, any crowd I've seen recently because they've been trying to, I guess, reinvent him. But, yeah, that crowd was... The second that they turned on Foley, I'm like, Give, have some perspective, yeah. for fuck's sake. No, yeah, that's a great that's a great point. I didn't think about that. I thought I, I kind of felt like 
I mean, look, I think also WB, like, last Foley had a great week last week. Yeah. When he, like, flipped out on Rollins. Yeah. And uh, 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 and, and they kind of did what I said, where he was like, I'm going to deal with you next time. Like, they did that. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, Foley's, he's great again. Like, yeah. Vince was like, look at look at Foley. <laughs> he's got it back. Let him dog. Get him yeah. a leopard shirt. You know, get him his <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, uh And then, or uh, I think it's Cheetah. But anyway, yeah. he came but, you know, so then it was like I think maybe they they like like everything in wrestling they just like drilled it into the yeah. ground and uh, it was like all right let's have Foley do us all the heavy lifting on Raw yeah and uh, it's not fair for somebody who's been no yeah that's beat fair. up somebody. that is that is fair yeah so uh 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 uh, uh let's uh, wait let's get into Raw but right, before yeah. we do ask me what I'm wearing let's do the what are you wearing oh right uh now. hey hey Dan what are you uh what are you wearing right now I'm wearing from the Attitude Era vintage. Stone Cold Steve Austin Austin three sixteen shirt. What do you with the, you describe the back. All right, on the back we have a uh, we have a skull with uh, smoke coming out of the eyes and stamped into the forehead. It says Stone Cold. That's right. Ah, uh, cool. So yeah, I'm wearing <laughs> a Stone Cold shirt because you can always wear it, and also because uh, uh, I actually wore this shirt when I was going through my drawers. Because I, I, look, I have all these wrestling shirts. And I'm right. like. When am I gonna wear these fucking things? Like you can't wear them anywhere else. Right. Can't wear a bullet club shirt to go out to dinner with my wife. <laughs> uh, you know, we're sitting in a nice Italian restaurant. And the guy's like, "Ooh, bullet club." Yeah, <laughs> call I call the police. Like, yeah, when I wear my, I have that Ambrose shirt. Yeah. And uh, when I wear it out, people are like, uh, "Dean Ambrose." Yeah. I get it a lot. Oh uh, yeah. But that's because you know. He was I yeah. Uh, I saw. I was recently at Disney World. This guy was land Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, this guy was wearing a. Suplex City tea. Oh. And I like was like I was like Suplex City bitch and he loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they bill they bill him as the ninth mayor of Suplex City? There was that promo, that commercial that was going around for the uh for the video game and Paul Heyman calls Brock uh Brock uh Lesnar the ninth mayor of Suplex City. No. Like who are the other eight? Like watch there's a commercial where the ninth mayor of Suplex City. Are you sure he doesn't say nightmare? No, he says the ninth mayor. The ninth if mayor. he says nightmare, that probably makes more sense. But I swear he says ninth <laughs> mayor. All right, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if a ninth, I love the flavor of like, what's ninth mayor? Who is <laughs> yeah. mayor one the through democratic eight? process? It's like the when elected. they call China like the ninth wonder of the world. <laughs> yeah, well, you who's know? The, the eighth. Was yeah, because the... what's the eighth wonder of the world? The I don't know the internet. What? How many wonders of the world are there? Is there seven or eight? Se- seven wonders of the world. Right. So they called her the ninth. Yeah. No, the... was she the eighth wonder of the world? We gotta look this up. We gotta look this up. Well, she's she, eight. There are seven. Oh, uh, yeah. There's seven. seven. In the world. There's somebody eight. else is called it. There's something else that's the ninth <laughs> where they skip one. Maybe I'm thinking of something. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Delete that. Sick. Delete. Delete. I cannot be embarrassed of my loyal delete. followings. All right. Uh, uh, delete. They it. were chanting that. Did you hear that? De- <laughs> the crowd was chanting delete when no, Roman came. No, out. I didn't hear that. Yeah. They wanted to delete him? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Great. Oh my God! From the uh, anytime I make a factual error, we say like it needs to be deleted. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. So we're talking about Raw. Uh, well, I wore the Stone Cold shirt, which is actually a SmackDown. I know right. we're jumping around, but I sure, wore sure. this because I felt like Ambrose had the kind of week that Stone Cold would want from him. Yes, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they had they had those beef, and you're an Ambrose guy. I you're am. You're Gene Am Gene's Ambrose. Gene's Ambrose. Yeah. Gene's Ambrose fan. Uh, so we're not getting into Raw. Let's get into let's get into Great SmackDown. SmackDown yeah. <laughs> well, SmackDown was better this week. I think so. Yeah, I think SmackDown was better. It's been better. Yeah. SmackDown's been better. Still feels a little like SmackDown is better. A lot of it is the fact that it's two hours long. Right. Which helps it a lot. But it does feel like it's missing. Like it could it, it 
it, it, it does feel a lot like I'm just seeing like Ms. Intercontinental. Yeah. Like the same thing over yeah, and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because right now, that's where we're at. But I think that'll self-correct, like I was saying. Like, now we have the cruiserweights, and I think... We already saw the Jack Swagger defect. Uh, <laughs> like, who gives a shit? Jack Swagger has he has like his charisma level is like a like a car salesman like level yeah. charisma. Like, it's just not there. I don't yeah. want to hear what he's saying. Yeah, he's a guy who's like he could be like cool in a small town. And that's yeah, uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, so yeah, Dean Ambrose this week. Yeah, how did you feel? As you're, you're a DA guy, I am. I, right, and so, you've been frustrated with him lately. I have. So. My my issues with Dean Ambrose. Well, the reason I like him is because with me, like a gimmick goes a long way. Like if I like some, if I think someone's gimmick is simply cool and it's just like a subjective thing on my part, yeah. then I forgive them. And I like his. Well, what his gimmick is supposed to be sometimes, I guess, is that he's like this guy who can take a ton of beatings and never give up. Uh, and I wish they would go farther, like that, like kind of like a Spike Dudley, like speaking of ECW, like this like little scrawny guy who would get beat up, yeah, and would never give up lean farther into that with him uh but still on the mic like he's just not at a level where he can be champ or like is worthy of being champ right because he's not going to go on the today show with the belt he's not gonna yeah uh i'm talking smack he was the today show test yeah the today show test which i think john cena and like finn balor alone pass yeah uh but like on talking smack he was back to being this sort of like rambling idiot a little bit like he sounded like a friend who's like high and is like trying to describe something to you and he's just saying like like think, a, think about it i didn't watch talking smack this week okay i always watch talking smack i just didn't get to i it. made sure to but i never watch it <laughs> really yeah. i watch it i watched it last week and i thought alexa bliss was pretty good on talking smack but yeah uh uh harley quinn I, yeah and i had a hot take on talking smack so yeah i didn't see him on there so you're saying he kind of blew it well should i was, take the shirt off should no I no, 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 shirt no. Off? so he didn't blow it he did well but it was it was just not there was no clarity to what he was saying, and he just kind of reiterated a lot of like the the points of like oh he's a part timer and he's not like me I uh, you know I wake up and I do this I eat sleep breathe this but it went on for so long yeah and it was it was just like a like a, a high friend who's trying to describe to you like an episode of a TV show you haven't seen and he's yeah. just like oh and then this happens and it's like okay I it's a little it. rambly yeah I mean look cool on paper though he beat G- John Cena clean hell yeah. He beat uh, right. I yeah. mean, like I had to rewind because I yeah. was like, Whoa. I mean, John Cena is like being pretty generous. It's smart though. It is and absolutely. It's really smart because it makes John Cena like super likable. Yeah. Because we know anytime he loses that it's like he gives the thumbs up on it. Yeah. So you know he's like, oh, I'm gonna let these guys go over me. Yeah. But also it, wor- it makes me think he might win the title. It makes yeah. me think. Well, hey, no, of course they are. Of course he's he's gonna tie. They've been hyping it up for. But I mean, in like three weeks, like I think, you know, that he might win it as soon as then. I think so, too. Yeah. I don't think that's out of the question whatsoever because they can't they they mention everything that's going to happen. And the more frequently they mention like, oh, Rick Rick Flair's record, you know, it's going to happen. But I like uh, I think the reason John Cena here's my theory on John Cena. I think that the reason that he. uh, Buries, quote unquote, a lot of people is I think they gave him a pass when they let. Brock Lesnar, uh, Brock Lesnar, like brutalize him. Uh, the end of that match where he was just like, yeah, SummerSlam. He, he just didn't get yeah a hit on him at all. Yeah, it was, that was SummerSlam two years ago. Yeah, so it's like I, I feel like after that, let him like he looks so weak. Yeah, like I don't mind him burying a couple people. To, like yeah, get back on it. So you, you're uh, you're a Cena Superman apologist. Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think 
yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting. I mean, I think Ambrose looked pretty good yeah. against Cena, and I think Cena can take losses, which we're learning, yeah. you know, which like uh and we don't know what what this new John Cena phase is where he, we don't know how how much he's going to be around. Yeah, yeah. You know, part of me thinks that like, you know, they're letting him loose cuz they're like he's phasing out. Mm-hmm. So it's like we need to build up Dean Ambrose. And, yeah. he, and Dean Ambrose just had a big loss. Yeah. And it makes so, sense too to like It makes sense, yeah. but uh it was good to see Ambrose like have like a nice winning thing, but it also just feels good to see Ambrose in a under more of an underdog position. It's where he thrives. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas like um someone like Ziggler who's in an underdog position and they're not making anything of it. And now he's just like the guy who loses all the time. Yeah. Although I don't want him. I I want Miz to retain for a long time. I I like Miz. I like him more than I like him more than Ziggler at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, Miz is doing a great thing with the IC belt, and he's yeah. ele- he's elevating it with mm-hmm. the way he like with he's giving it that importance that it needs. But I think. Uh, yeah, and I like how he cheat. I like how he keeps cheating to win with oh, like man, old yeah. school ways, like. He's like <laughs> the spray. That spray bottle got me. Like I didn't see him yeah. grab it, and when he rolled back in and sprayed him, I was like, "Oh shit!" Is it like perfume? It's supposed to be perfume. Wasn't there the guy who was the like when we were kids? He was uh like the bottle, Rick the bottle. Oh Martel. yeah, like, yeah. He had the fucking perfume, like the <laughs> yeah. big, yeah, like the big perfume prop. Yeah. I love that he's like shooting with perfume. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, the Ziggler. I mean, you know, Ziggler lost again. Yeah, he's lost. I think every match recently. Yeah. Um, I mean, why do they do that? Is it to just make them make it a bigger deal when they do win at like a big match? I guess. Yeah, like, that's the only thing I can yeah. think of. But yeah. meanwhile, I mean, I guess he's not selling enough merch. I guess to get the. Yeah, I mean, overall though, I thought talk about SmackDown. It's very kind of like a whatever week. Like Orton had a squash match against Eric Rowan. They're keeping the Bray thing going. Cut, cut yeah. Aaron, uh, Eric Rowan. That's my cut him. Yeah, cut. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to do with him. I mean, cut him. Uh, keep him employed just to have a guy have a job. But I, right. don't, I wouldn't. I, I definitely don't think Bray Wyatt needs him. Like, no. if you're going in on the Wyatt family, you go all in. Yeah, Bray Wyatt doesn't need one disciple. That's mm-hmm. just stupid. And if they does, it should be they should move Bo from Raw to SmackDown. It would be a better use of Bo. I, I think they just. I think they. Still see a lot of potential in Bo. Yeah, this Bo, this iteration of Bo, I'm like, I don't understand it at all. He's like no political sign. Yeah, and it, it he looks awesome in the ring. Like I yeah. like his intensity, and he's like kind of has this wild eyed look. Um, yeah. but then he has this like amateur wrestling singlet on, and he's carrying. He's wearing a the, he's wearing the social outcast singlet yeah. too. It still says outcast. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm like he looked better when he was just in the white undies. Yeah, like, and he's out of shape. It's cool. Like you have a guy who's just out of shape. Right, like it's fine. Yeah, and I think they've been. I mean, this may just be because they're be their like their real life brothers, but Bray has been like retweeting and tweeting about Bo a lot yeah. recently. And oh, I, I didn't think, see that. Yeah, and I think that because they're so transient now with going between the shows, I wouldn't be surprised if they do eventually somehow have him because it's there it's all there like the believe and uh why it's always going on about yeah. believers and all this it just makes so much sense but yeah uh i think the i think actually the most interesting thing i saw on on smackdown besides the fact that i was like where's aj why is he not like on this episode but yeah. then he had a cool attack at the end and they established that ambrose is gonna fight yeah uh aj next week for the title yeah so next week will be exciting smackdown uh, for me, is like I think the Usos look awesome. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I think they look amazing. I was like, I posted in the group. Where I was like, 
they wasted a decade looking like morons, like <laughs> yeah. morons. Yeah. And then like they took off the face paint. And you're like, oh, these guys are like handsome, right? And the one, the one, if you take his goatee off, is a spitting image for the Rock. Like I know they're related, yeah. But he's like identical <laughs> in face. Yeah, yeah. And like one of one of the Usos is like in good shape now. Lost like a lot of weight. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And he's like shirtless. Who is the like, one that's shirtless? Is it Jimmy or Jay? I, I, no I can't idea. tell anymore because they don't have the paint. I have no idea, but. Uh, I mean, I'm like, oh man, yeah. And there's heels. They, I, mm-hmm. I, I, there's a, they're like, they get in the ring, and one sits on top of the ropes, and the other guy sits below. Yeah. So they're kind of like perched yeah. on one, and they look like dope. Yeah. No, I love it. I love <laughs> I mean, the, They're yeah. all, and they're like good heels. So I was like, these guys are good. Yeah. They're good wrestlers too. Yeah, I'm and they're like, getting a bigger pop now as heels than they ever did, like in the last like year of being. Yeah. The I was like guys. wildly like more excited for them than American Alpha. Yeah, and I love American. Oh Alpha. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. It was like cool. So I dig that they keep burying American Alpha because they're just like we know they're gonna go over. Of course, yeah. They're so inevitable. They're such like cream. They're gonna like rise to the top. Yeah. That like the more we delay it, the better. It's like it's gonna be like it's what they needed to do with a lot of stuff. Cool. Last thing about SmackDown is uh, I thought Becky Lynch cut a good promo. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought she was good. And I, I think actually what they were doing it, it felt better than the stuff they're doing with the women on Raw yeah. for a second because it was like not at all. I don't know. It wasn't even like it wasn't acknowledgement of like the divas revolution and like right like the magic. Like that was like a comment that Sasha made last week or this week where she was like talking to uh, Bailey and just being like, "We created magic." Uh, at like SummerSlam, yeah. and you're like, who says that? No, <laughs> who talks about like you? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, like Cena never comes out and goes like, we had a, such a good match together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's too yeah. much like self congratulations in the Divas yeah. Division on Raw. I keep saying it, but I really feel it. Where like Becky, yeah, she did say I worked hard to get here, but it was like, hey, I'm I don't know. She's acted like a champion. Yeah, absolutely. She looks great. Like she's yoked, man. Like she's Jack. She's huge. Yeah. And she would in like in a real, I think, fist fight, just obliterate Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Well, I think Alexa Bliss has a thing going with it. She's like very athletic, like small cheerleader type. Yeah. Like she's five foot tall. Right. And I kind of dig Alexa Bliss. Um, I think also like, uh, you know, that was my the prime of when I was watching NXT. Like she was coming up. So yeah, yeah. I get behind her in that way. Or like, uh, yeah. You know, um, uh, uh, but like that matchup, it's like we got to acknowledge we should acknowledge that like Alexa is like faster or something like right. say something to justify why like Becky who's like jacked up <laughs> like yeah. um yeah uh, uh Daniel- but i think Alexa Bliss doesn't like really she had a hard time captivating the crowd yeah her delivery was weird yeah she had a hard time being like natural but i think she'll get it together yeah. cuz she was saying good stuff yes and then the last thing I'll say is, like, I have no idea what her gimmick is. No, yeah. Well, they're trying to make it Harley Quinn, but that's, like... But she's Harley Quinn's, like, a, 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 psych- a psychopath, yeah. right? and already is a fictional character that, like, it's like a hat on a hat. Like, you can't, like... Yeah. Your gimmick can't be someone else's gimmick. Yeah, it's like the Harley Quinn of the WWE. You're like... No. Why? Because your hair is ombre? Like, you're like... Yeah. I, I, I think I should more... Like, Alexa Bliss is just, like... I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what the answer is. Yeah. I said it last week. Her gimmick is that she's, like, a huge bitch. Right. You know what I mean? And it's, like, uh, but I, I think, like, they do tease. It's, like, they do tease this thing that she's, like, a natural-born, like, athlete, like, right. pageant girl or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They have that, but they haven't been able to, like, with the Harley Quinn thing, like, she's a little. 
They haven't been able to pin down exactly her thing. Yeah. I worry about the Harlequin thing because it come. It's like. It reminds me of like lunatic fringe stuff. Like, yeah. It reminds me of like, oh, it's she, she's kind of crazy, but yeah. she's not crazy. Yeah, and the, and the returns are just naturally diminishing on something like that because you have to keep yeah. ramping it up and you can't really be crazy. Um, I want to say something that's kind of controversial Go that I didn't it. think about at all that just popped in my head. Mm-hmm. And you let me know. So, how do you feel about Becky Lynch's in ring gear? So I was I'm big against the steampunk. I think yeah. steampunk is corny in real life. Useless. I think in the ring it's corny. I think it's super corny. It's yeah. just corny. I agree. Especially for someone that has like if her gimmick was like I'm steampunk, it feels like she's just wearing steampunk or whatever. Yeah. But I, she's kind of fading away from that. Yeah. I think it's cuz now it's almost like a Irish. It reminds me of like a Highlander, that's Scottish, like a like a Highlander-esque like leather armor or something that she's wearing. Um now, because before she had like the goggles and the like right. steam jacket and all this. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I'd necessarily pay attention to her ring gear. Well, to here's a point why I where I'm like, this and you, sucks. And you shouldn't because <laughs> it's probably misogynistic, probably. <laughs> but I guess I'm treating her like I treat the guys. And sure. I'm always like, tell these guys, like, I want to see some skin. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I say it about the dudes. Yeah. Where she's like wrestling and like she's a very. And I think it's because she doesn't want to come off as se- as like a sex symbol, even though she is like very attractive right. and has like a terrific physique. Right. Yeah. So I think she doesn't want to come off like that. So I get that. But she wrestles in like a t-shirt. Yeah. Now. Yeah. It has like a cloth. Yeah. Top. Like I'm yeah. like okay, if you don't want to show your abs or whatever, or you don't want to like, which I'm wear- sure are like. Very good. Eight, eight like Hawaiian rolls just lined up. <laughs> <laughs> if they're not showing it, then you have uh, you got uh, puffy Samoan rolls. But I think like ah, uh, 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 but I think what she's doing right now it looks like she's not re- in re- like it doesn't look like wrestling gear at all. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's like when you're in that shape, you should dress like a wrestler for sure. And yeah. I'm not saying she needs to dress like skimpy, but I'm saying like right now, I think she's wearing stuff that's like so unflattering in a way yeah. that was like. You I'm want like, something like like what Bailey wears, where there's like a midriff and yeah, it's still may- pretty conservative. Maybe, but-, but even if it's like, even if fine, something closer to what if you don't want to show any skin, let's say something closer to what uh, Natalia wears sure. or what Naomi wears. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I guess she's kind of dressed like a character from like Golden Axe. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So yeah, so I guess it's like As, yeah, I she's mean, like the Valkyrie from Golden Axe. Maybe yeah. it's that, but then maybe like on the top she can wear like. A Leia, like, bikini top, the gold bikini top or something? Yeah. Anyway, uh, again, no podcast has spent this amount of time on this. So I just want to <laughs> let you know what our niche is here. Yeah, well, what fashion, is our week, market when fashion is. week rolls around. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Uh, well, so, yeah, let's move on to Raw. Yeah. Unless you have any lingering thoughts about SmackDown you want to um, No, just that Daniel Bryan sounded like someone's mom in that opening segment where he's like, it's going to be civil, and that's just how it's going to be, okay? Yeah, I think... Uh, uh, <laughs> look, it sucks to say anything negative about Daniel Bryan. I know, it hurts. It hurts you. But I th- I'm talking smack. He's being like a jerk. Yeah, yeah, he is. To Renee. And like, as like, you know, whatever, I'm a improviser, you know, uh, you're an improviser. Like, yeah. I think like, it's like, he's doing stuff. I, I, and I don't blame him. It's not like he's trained in this way. He's not a trained host. Right. Like, he's a wrestler, so I get it. He, like, is joking around like he does in his personal life. But it's this kind of thing where he, like, doesn't support anything she says. Yeah. All his laughs come at her expense. Yeah. And, like, it's all – and then when a wrestler comes on to get – when a wrestler comes on to, like, be interviewed, he, like, is a 
ironically detached from their character, making it like hard for making it hard for so for them to like stay in character. They're yeah. not, he's not like feeding into their gimmick at all. Yeah. So he's not like setting them up. He's making jokes like he's like a. And like he thinks he's hilarious, but he's actually just being like a dick. Yeah, no, he he's he is very like uh, he approaches them like, oh well, you can't, you know, you're you're stuck with the Miz, where he's like your style is very soft and you you run away from things, and he's talking about him like in a way that he can't really defend. Although I the mean, Miz did it really well, but it's I know what you mean it's like a I guess that's he, fine yeah but that that's fine because that was like kind of a work shoot that was yeah. like planned but like Alexa Bliss was on there and he was just like yeah you're small <laughs> yeah all right like you're small <laughs> like <Yeah>. whatever <laughs> but like her whole thing is like I'm tough you know and it's just like maybe just be like hey that move you do is devastating like a little bit of that yeah to like help sell the wrestling well actually he was in this episode of Talking Smack he kept doing this like thing where he would like he would talk shit. And then he was like, "But what I will say about them is that I like the fire they're bringing to this." Like he, like everything he said, yeah, he would like qualify it with like a positive. So maybe somebody, yeah. But I think what works about Talking Smack is that it's it's kind of so unprofessional. It's like a very loose show, yeah. So it does have that like podcast feel, and I think that's why people are responding well to it. So I don't want him to correct it. I'm just saying he is being a He's jerk. Just being a jerk. He yeah. is being like kind of like a classic. Uh, it's the same way that like uh, it's the same way that like Kevin. Uh, Kevin Nash recently was like an interview making like all these like misogynistic jokes and right. stuff. Like I don't know, it's a different world. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like we live in a more progressive. Yeah, and when, and when he when he did his retirement speech, uh, and he was he did they made that joke that, that when they were chanting yes, and he's like that's what uh, that's what Bree says. says. It's like that's your wife, oh, come man. on, dude. Yeah, it's like, that's your, exactly. And you know, like you know, uh, 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 Mary. Lord's been on the show, and she said that she watches Total Divas. Yeah. I've watched a little bit, but she said that he's, like, an asshole to her on the show. Yeah, it doesn't surprise and me. And, like, I feel like I get it. Like, look, I, I my, some of my friends and their wives who, like, live in different parts or whatever. Right. They, they, they don't live in the... On the coast. So, yeah. I don't know. I would never. I don't want to talk yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying. I know about. what you're saying exactly. You know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. It's a different dynamic. It's yeah, like, for sure. Uh, 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 anyway, what I'm saying is that I'm with her. Got it. Okay. Uh, so raw. Uh, yeah, that's raw. So raw. I mean, well, I'll say something about raw that's not actually to do with raw. Okay, is that I watched raw with two like two dudes yeah. this week. Like I watched raw like as like, I went to a guy's house, like brought some popcorn and watched raw. Right. I, I don't remember the last time I didn't watch raw like by myself on my iPad, like while I'm doing like <laughs> other shit. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I watched it as like an activity. Yeah. And it was like it was like. I appreciated that it was three hours. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I was like, oh, okay, like we'll just talk through this thing. And then, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That they actually do you like the three? I think I prefer the hour and a half Hulu version over the like uh, the three hour one. But they, I noticed that they put matches in different order in, in the edited version. Yeah, they do. They they edit it a lot. Yeah, they edit people like already in the ring, and they did an entrance. Yeah. And, I wonder if that we we're, 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 this is a conversation we were having at the viewing party I was at was uh, uh, we were talking about like will the cruiserweights make the Hulu cut? Did you watch the Hulu cut? I watched the live. Yeah, I watched the live one. I didn't watch uh, the Hulu one. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, let's get into Raw so we can get get into Clash of Champions <laughs> predictions. Uh, did you? So has 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 Rollins made? Is this a full face turn yet? Like, well, what's think, going on with him? Yeah, I think it's in between, and I, I kind of like it. Yeah, me too. Some people were like, I stood crap. up. I stood the fuck up. I was watching at home. I stood up, put my hands in the air, did the yes chant when he came running out to save Roman. Uh, I thought that was great. Yeah, I mean, uh, the yes chant is 
<laughs> well, look, this is Jason Shabiro, your arch nemesis. Right. His uh, his whole thing is that the yes chant was bigger than and better than Daniel Bryan ever was. That's like <laughs> one of his claims. He's like the yes, he, the he, the yes chant. He gets more credit for the yes chant than yeah. Uh, 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 which is an interesting take. I, I, I would say I disagree. Right. You know, I think there was more to it. But it is interesting because Stephanie still uses the yes chant to get – she gets heel pop. God. She gets heel pop yeah. from the yes chant. And, uh, uh, like, the Miz is using the, the yes chant. Like, the yes chant is still alive and well. Yeah. And they use the yes chant, like, random times just to, like, say uh, – so just for crowd affirmation. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but I just – I think – I. It was elicited in me because I was so excited. Yeah, by that, Rollins. Yeah, yeah. Well, Rollins is just incredible. I mean, my only knock on Rollins is that he runs to the ring really weird. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you notice so that nip. he runs to the <laughs> ring? What yeah. is his? He runs to the ring like his. He did his run to the ring at WrestleMania 31 was not that weird, but now he right. does like a a real professional like like a John Rocker sprint to the. Or uh, I don't different? remember the Rocker sprint. I mean, I only remember, remember his racism. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> he would run. He would bolt. From like the bullpen or the pitcher or the pitcher's like thing, he would run full speed. Uh, uh, the, Rollins runs like he has like robot arms. Like <laughs> yeah, he runs like, and it's also like his feet are going like really slow, and I think they're like a little bow. He's a little like bow legged sure. runs. So it's just kind of like a run that you're like, this guy's so athletic. You're yeah. like, how is that how he runs? <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, but uh, it's just a small thing. Yeah, no, I think he's. Uh, I mean, he's amazing. He's he's got pretty much everything. This is not a controversial yeah. statement for this podcast in particular, uh, but I, I want him to go full. Like I'm, t- I'm, I'm ready for the full face. Yeah, because people were saying when he got uh, fucked over by um, Triple H that that was the face turn. Not really. No, he was cause... still kind of a brat. Uh, and then, then he comes out and does this. And it's a little bit closer, but then he like stares down. Apparently, after they went dark, like he stared down. Roman Reigns in the ring, yeah, and then like and then bounced. he tweeted something negative towards Roman Reigns, yeah. Too. So I think he's not like full on. But look, we don't want him to be like friends with. No, we don't want him to be friends with Reigns because we all hate Reigns. Like it's right. hard for him to go face. Yeah, it's hard for him to go face if he's like going to be Reigns' boy. Like, yeah. But it's cool if he gets his back when like he needs like if it aligns with his wants. Like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because it's also like. Whatever, Reigns. You know, they're just going after that title. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Kevin Owens is the guy with the title, not Reigns. Yeah. Do you, you like know? uh do you like um do you like Braun Strowman? I love what Braun Strowman's doing. Right? Yeah. I, I mean, mean he, that haircut did a lot. You know, say what looks, you will about how superficial I am and how much pa- I get caught up in the pageantry. Yeah. But it's amazing how like a little uh, side buzz yeah. can make you look like a million times better. Yeah, he looks great. And yeah. I think he's um I think they should give him a mic. He was on the uh Stone Cold podcast and he can talk. Whoa. Like he's a smart guy. And uh, uh, you know what? I, 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 there's no way he's a smart. He's guy. a smart. Like, well, you know what I, mean? <laughs> I don't know if he's an academic, but like JBL smart. Like he's got the stocks. No, he's going, not on. No, Energy, he's or? not on Fox News giving financial advice. But he's. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, yeah, with uh, Ziggler. Yeah, but he's uh, he's he can put a sentence together at least, and I think uh, he works a style that I think because he's so big and so strong. Um, I like that he's moving up from jobbers now, and he's against Sinkara. Yeah. Um, and Sinkara did that um, moonsault. The moonsault, and he, did he a caught him. And he caught him. And you could see if you watch it again, he like was about a half a step behind, and he like ran in. He like ran into position to catch him and caught him like right at the last yeah. second. And that like sort of delay makes it look more real. And I don't know if that was on purpose, but just the ring awareness to like 
to run in and catch him and be that strong. I think he's great. I just want him to give him a mic because I think he can talk. I mean, look, they're building up Strowman big time for his Lesnar loss. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, like that's a hundred percent what it is. Is like because even if Lesnar Lesnar Strowman will probably be at WrestleMania thirty three, right? And it'll be awesome um, because. That's something we haven't really seen from Lesnar in a while is him fight somebody bigger. Right. Right? Like, that. that's cool for him to see what does Suplex City mean when you fight a guy that's hard to suplex. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that'll be interesting. That's an interesting way to keep Lesnar um, on his steroid toes. <laughs> but I think, uh, <laughs> I think I mean, he'll definitely have to juice up a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I think it's cool. I think Rollins is, yeah, I'm saying I like that he's in between, just to right. jump back to him. I like it's in between. It's like let, his face turn's going to happen, but right now the story's complicated and it's building. That's yeah. something I like. Yes. Yeah, that's no, I, I can I, see that. Yeah. yeah, that's something that I dig. I think um, uh, I think just in general this Raw was like just kind of, I don't know. Yeah. It was just kind of like forgettable. It was kind of weird. It was a little like muddled. Yeah. Felt a little bit it was like. was a lot of action, I think. Like, a lot of entrances. Yeah. A lot of people. <laughs> like a lot of, a lot of like, oh, here, this guy's here. This guy's here. This guy's here. This guy's here. Yeah. Uh, I, it's like hard to even decipher what I like liked. Yeah, I do want to make a, a plea to Dana Brooke if she's listening. Yeah, she is. Charlotte is abusing you. <laughs> you are in an abusive friendship relationship with Charlotte. Yeah, don't let her push you around. Well, she's showing signs of resistance. Already. I mean, thank God. Yeah. Uh, well, that gets so yeah. We uh, so we had the cage match at the end of the night. Rollins yeah. did that big. Crossbody uh, off the, the cage, which was like, hey, it's a go home show. Time to like yeah. make it happen. I thought that was a really big jump. I yeah, I, I definitely it. appreciated it. Um, uh, though, like my brain is trained now. Like if the jump doesn't have a flip, I'm just like I'm <laughs> like a little less excited. You which like is the like flippity so dudes, fucked up. Right? Yeah, flippity dudes. After watching the Cruiserweight Classic, when you see a guy just do a cross body, it's a little bit like I don't care how high up it is. Like right. I, need, I, need, I need some, I need some revolutions. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, uh, but I, but I, I thought it was cool. I mean, I'm not sure why Reigns going over Kevin Owens was necessary. Like, even though in that fashion, why couldn't I? Don't know. Kevin Owens could have won, and Reigns still would look strong if they came out at the same time. And like yeah. one guy's the champion, who's like a guy who like we're still figuring out if this championship's gonna stick. And yeah, like, I'm all about the championship. Sticking on Kevin Owens, I think he's incredible. Yeah, me too. I and think I think I, his match his match. I think their match this weekend is going to be like people are just going to be like Kevin Owens is the real deal. Absolutely, and I think that the um, I think that the heels need to be stronger and win more. Obviously, yeah. right? I mean, it has they have to they have to be almost unbeatable because then when they do get beat, it means so much more. Uh, and so yeah, for Reigns to it, pointless. It was no, there was nothing. Like, yeah. Why? No. Why? I, I I don't know. I guess to make him look strong against Rusev, uh, but we'll get into that. Like you know, so he's got a U.S. title match against Rusev, which yeah. is like a match that never was. Um, I don't know. Yeah, cool. Well, we'll get into predictions in a section. In a second, let me run through some of this stuff that happened. Well, I thought Jericho. First off, Jericho came out mm. in pants, and he yeah. looked five thousand times better. <laughs> his, you mean his ten thousand dollar leather pants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, didn't he look like a, he wrestled in those pants? And you were yeah. like, "Oh, you look like kind of cool." Yeah. Again. Uh, which is like the same thing as Usos. He wore the Uso pants. I mean, I, look, I kind of dug that Jericho was in the in like the undies, cause, yeah. like because it's like it's almost like. Because since he's like a heel, it's almost like he's not admitting to himself that he he still thinks he's in the same right. shape he was like yeah. twenty years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like he's like, "What? I look great." It's kind of <laughs> like for that character, it right. w- it did work. Um, 
uh, uh, but yeah, I thought Jericho is just so funny. The whole Kevin Owens best friend thing yeah. is just is just funny. Yeah, he's just funny. He and he's a catchphrase machine, man. Like everything he says is like print it, put yeah. it on a t shirt. His grievances against the GM, <laughs> against McFoley, he was like, I liked it. It's just the show was too much about McFoley. Right, yeah. <laughs> it was like, all right, we need to tone this down. But I thought Jericho was really funny. That whole segment was a little diluted to me. It was a little like, we have three hours and every single tag team is going to come out right now. Yeah, the Schmoz Fest. Into... I guess it was like a go home and, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of love when that happens, though, like a Schmoz, like, like when, uh, when you're watching it and, like, there's 19 people in the ring and then they go to commercial and they come back, like, a match has been created. <laughs> like, yeah, that was another thing. It was like, okay, oh, I guess this was a match. It's fine. You know, I don't know. I, it was fine. I had no beef with it. Yeah, no. It was. I, I just was. I was enjoying the Jericho segment. Like yeah. when they all start showing up, I was like, oh, okay. Jericho is kind of like working right now. Yeah. And he had that great segment with Sami Zayn last week in yeah. the highlight reel. So I was like, okay, well, all right, fine. Well, Enzo's going to be here. Okay, cool. Jericho and Enzo. That seems exciting. But then everybody kept coming. I was like, New Day. It was like, oh, well, I think New Day. I love New Day, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just a, I, I just, I don't even remember exactly why in that segment. I was just like, okay. Well, I'm glad the club. When I like, I wrote this down when I was watching, I was taking notes, and like when everybody was out there, and they're all like, kind of selling, like they're selling Budios, uh, Shining Stars are selling, going to Puerto Rico, yeah, and like the club comes out, and I'm like, please call them out on selling all this crap, and like they did, yeah, and I just I I want that more from the club of like cutting through people's shit like we're just here to fight you yeah the club i mean like the i think the club i i like the club me too um i think one of my buddies was saying he thinks the clubs are uh, are duds uh and and especially with i think he's just saying like with even without without aj i mean right. i dug him more with aj obviously but i think it's like they're actually like just wrestlers and yeah. like with this tag division is like all like covered in merch like you're saying yeah like ends up they're all like goofballs yeah. it's like one guy they these guys come out and just like we're just champions yeah like we're the best guys in japan and we're just dope the problem is that they like keep trying to be funny mm -hmm. and then they're like not being funny they had the ring postitis thing which was like funny they just beat it into the ground yeah. they should just peppered it in every once in a while like it would be funny if just like when they're gonna do that move under the ring, they had the lab coats on and they put them on. Like that would be better. But instead, they like came out with lab coats for like two months so straight much, yeah. to the point where they're just like, "All right, people are tired of this." Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, and then they did that like old person segment where they're trying to like that was abysmal. Yeah. So the writing for them has been pretty bad because they're like, "Oh, we need to like the the." Whereas like the they fit better in the tag team division on SmackDown because that's more about just like the yeah. wrestling. Yeah. But tag team wrestling is so dope right now. Yeah. I mean, like, the if you watch, like, the Revival, like, those guys, like, they're just good wrestlers. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if we need... I don't There's know, so I, many tag teams. I'm not exactly sure. I'm just saying, like, I don't know if we need to squish all the tag teams into, like, a one goofy segment. Right. When the tag division is so strong right now. I wish all the tag... I think tag belts should be on one show. And I think... Uh, tag belts should be there. Should be one set of tag belts. It should be a one show, and there should be one woman's belt, and that should be a one show. You don't want you don't want eighteen belts. No, it's too <laughs> many. It's way too many. Anyway, uh, last thing. Oh well, the women's thing. So they turned that into a three way match where right. they acknowledged the double pin, which I thought was cool that they had something that was like lingering like that. Yeah, and it was something like we spotted. Yeah, and, like it was like, and you know what I mean. It was like kind of like a Where's Waldo thing. Like, it was like, oh, we like, we see this, and then next show, oh, they do acknowledge it. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, good. I do like that it saves the singles match. Like a Charlotte, Sasha, like Charlotte, um, what am I saying? Charlotte, uh, 
Charlotte Bailey, we can save that for like Mania or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Like a one on one. I really like Bailey. You don't. Well, no, I like Bailey. I just think her mic work is not good. Yeah. Um, I really like her mic work. And here's why I thought about this. I think I know why you like Bailey so much. Yeah. Uh, she's like the ult- She's like the like if the Ultimate Warrior were like a ten year old girl. Yeah. It's like a different take on well, that. She's same more like gimmick. Macho Man. You think she's dressed just like Macho? She comes out in like the Macho Man jacket. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And she has like, but yeah, warrior macho. Like, yeah. I do like her ring gear I like a her, lot. Yeah, and I like her work in the ring. Like, yeah. I think she's a fantastic, a phenomenal wrestler. Yeah, uh, phenomenal. There's only one wrestler phenomenal. Yeah, it's true. But um, yeah, it was really what it was. Was she has made leaps and bounds? I think since she's been on Raw yeah. with her mic, it's been so much better. Because in NXT, when she was going up against Asuka, and she's like, "I'm different now," and Corey Graves was like pressing her, like, "Why are you yeah. different?" She's like, "Well, you just have to wait and see." Like, no, come on, like, come up with something, like anything. Yeah. For why you're different, not just oh because I am. Yeah, it's a fair point. I just think uh, I just like how genuine she is. I like that she's just like herself. Sure, I kind of dig that. I like that she was like, hey, I won, so I can kind of like I should kind of be like the champion. Like she's not like forcing it. Like Sasha's like I gotta be like a boss, and it's Ugh. like it's like it seems like, like she, she seems uncomfortable. Yeah, because like Sasha, we see through it. It seems like she's just kind of like a nice woman. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm so, like she's just kind of like a good person or whatever. Yeah. And then she's like being this like asshole character, right, yeah. but she's also a face. Where like Rollins, you like if you watch Rollins's twenty four special, like that is like Road to Recovery Which special. Is great, yeah, you kind of see he's like kind of like an obnoxious asshole yeah. too, in, in a nice guy way. Like he's a nice guy, but he says things that are like classic jock. Like <laughs> yeah, he is. Like I deserve this. Like he's got to walk out of WrestleMania because he's not headlining it. Like that's so selfish. Like a lot of his friends are wrestling. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, like, and there's that shot of him backstage where like Bailey like comes up to hug him and he's yeah. just kind of like, yeah, okay, what's up? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And look, I have I have like elements of that in in my own personality. Sure. I understand it. It doesn't mean you're like a bad guy. Right, you know what I mean. Like I could still be happy for my friend's successes, but like, you know, there's a there there is an element there that's heel where like Sasha is like sitting front row at ba- all Bailey's NXT fights, like, right. and like we're watching this stuff, man. So like, <laughs> like we're watching this, and so she's like teetering the line there where she has the conversations with Bailey backstage, and she's like, "Look, we had magic," and yeah, that, like I said, and you're like. All right, so all right, so you're nice. It's fine. You're nice. You're not. A, you're not a boss. A boss. Yeah. You don't need to go on commentary and say you party with Jay Z and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's, that's like not authentic at all. Which is almost more heel ish to be like, oh, I party with these millionaires and like- right. Whereas like Charlotte is a flair. Yeah. So anything she says that's like asshole, cocky, relate is gonna work because she's legitimately a flair. Yeah. So that's authentic. And Bailey just being like genuine. That's who she is. Yeah. It works for me. Yeah. So I really. Dig that. Where, it. like, even Becky comes off as super uh, uh, authentic, too, because she's, like, worked really hard, like, like, grew up in Ireland where there's no wrestling and, like, had to go to England to learn. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. She had, like, that, and it's like, hey, look, I, like, you know, like, I'm just tough and, like, I'm jacked. She goes, like, I built these sho- boulder shoulders. Boulder shoulders. And you're like, she has boulder shoulders. Like, <laughs> that's, like, does, yeah. so uh, the authenticity from Sasha, it's, like, kind of, it's, like, oh, because... Snoop Dogg is your uncle. Like you have to kind of act like yeah, a rapper. Yeah, well, that's what like, WWE does. It's like if they're uh, if they're an African American superstar, their gimmick is rap. Yeah, they get they they get they get African American characters wrong so much. Ninety nine percent of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like New Day, they were so wrong when they came out. They just morphed into what they should have been. Right. 
on their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against, like, you know, like Xavier was like, all right, we're going to come on. You know, like, I'm going to start just, like, making these catchphrases and, like, with bring the trombone. And that. Yeah. they were supposed to be, like, gospel guys. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like preaching the dawn of the new day. Yeah, that's their like, song is still them like clapping, and it was like it has like the the church organ in it. And yeah, that's all because that they were supposed to be like parodies. Yeah. Anyway, all right, I know we're we're going long. So, all right, hey, let's get into there was the Cesaro Sheamus thing, which we'll right. get into. I mean that I think that I didn't like the best of seven like idea. No, it's stupid, especially the way they did it, it was so predictable. Like, yeah, look at Cesaro, the underdog, and look. one of them one of them takes place at a live event. Like it's not even on TV. It's yeah. just like you find out that he lost. I think. I mean, it's crazy. Cesaro's had no belts except for the tag belt. Yeah, I mean, move Cesaro to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And have him be in title contention. Yeah. I mean, Cesaro is such a good wrestler. If It's like, he'll get so over just as being a wrestler. I know he stinks on the mic, but I mean... See, like, I don't think he's that bad on the mic. Oh, uh, I think he's horrific. Horrific? Yeah, I think he's horrific. He had that one promo that was good, that shoot that he did yeah. uh, at, at the draft. Oh, they don't let me know because they speak five languages and sometimes... But then the they gave him the mic and then he was like, oh, well, no, they don't give you the mic because like, you don't have a control <laughs> over the English language, like, right. which is what everyone speaks in this world, right? Yeah. No, uh, all right, cool. So, uh, 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 <laughs> all right, Zig, let's go through, let's do our, let's round this out with Clash of Champions, Clash of, Clash of Champions predictions. I got to get Moro to do, yeah. like, the intro to the show. You, you should, oh, man, that'd be great. You could, yeah, of course you could. I think he's accessible. What is he, like, tw- like what would that cost, like? 200 bucks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Game of sixer. All right, let's go through these matches and let's round it out. All right, pre-show fight. Alicia Fox versus Nia Jax. I mean, that's a Nia Jax yeah. definitive uh, uh, squash match. That'll Absolutely. be like two seconds long. And that'll yeah. be... Uh, uh, I got to give Alicia Fox uh, props for how bad of a beating she took from Nia Jax last yeah. week on Raw. Like, th- she sold those moves so hard, and also that had to hurt a lot. Like, all that. That was dope. Yeah. I I had um one of my favorite Nia Jax things was a couple weeks ago where she threw somebody under the ring and she you just hear her on the mic go counter out she's dead <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah I love that I, I didn't hear that but yeah. I certainly like it all right what's next all right number two we got Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins <laughs> wait that's on the pre-show no this is the actual first match is actually going to be showing match number two. Really? Really? Yeah. No, that's mislabeled. That's the title fight. But that's okay. Let's talk about it. That's like the that's the main event. Yeah. Um, uh, so who's winning this? Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Or should we save this? Should we go through the rest? Let's come back? Yeah, let's come back. All right, we'll come back to this. All right. New Day versus uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Oh, that's the fight? Yeah. That's for the title? Uh, I mean, it just feels like a weird time. To move the belts, but yeah. I, w- I wish they would move the belt off New Day just to spice it up a little. Yeah, I'm 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 rooting for the club, but I think the New Day is going to go over. Yeah, it doesn't. I'm going to say New Day. I don't think that uh, I don't think the club are going to get the belts. I don't. Yeah. Th- I don't. I think they haven't done enough for WWE to feel comfortable to move them. I think they had high hopes for them, and they've kind of been buried. They had that one segment that was uh, like a major flop. Yeah. So I actually, yeah, the, uh, yeah. I'm going to go New Day. All right, triple threat match, Charlotte, Sasha Banks, and Bayley. For the title? Mm-hmm. Okay. Charlotte. Charlotte's retaining. Yeah, Charlotte will retain. Charlotte will definitely – they're not going to move the no. title right now, but how? How do you think – what do you think is going to happen? Um, actually, would they do so – because they have been teasing, like, Dana Brooke, like, rebelling against her. I don't know if they would try to pull something where she – 
or maybe she she'll retain because of disqualification. Like Dana Brooke's gonna do something to try to like affect Charlotte. Yeah. And then she'll retain, but then now she won't have Dana Brooke and Dana Brooke will go do her own thing or try to team up with somebody else. I yeah. Think. Yeah. This will, I think this will be the end of the Dana Brooke uh, yeah. Charlotte. I agree there. Uh, but uh, I think Charlotte will retain, and I think that'll. I think uh, DQ. I think DQ is what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not a big enough pay per view that. Yeah. You know that anybody would go over clean. Yeah. All right. Next up, Sami Zayn versus Jericho. Oh yeah, I think they're going to have a Zayn clean win. Yeah, yeah. Jericho doesn't seem like he would bury somebody like that. Like I feel like his role is to. Get people over. Yeah, and he doesn't need wins. He's a yeah. goof, he's a goof, and Zayn needs a win. Although he did have his win over Kevin Owens, like Zayn had a big win recently. Yeah. He's just not working. What like, is he? Was he injured? Why? Where has he been? He's, he's he's around. I think he just has no. They don't know what to do with his character. His char- his gimmick is that he is Kevin Owens' friend. Right. Like it's like <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Like yeah. that. Like it's like they haven't figured out what that that is what it is. Like yeah. And like Jericho took that gimmick. Yeah. So now he, did. he doesn't even have that gimmick. <laughs> so it's like he's just a, his gimmick is he's a good wrestler, but he's like not in any. Big he's a spot, ska. So. He's a ska dude, dude. Yeah. He's, I, he's I a ska know. dude. I'm not sure what to do with what to do with him. I mean, he's okay on the microphone. Though. Yeah. All right. Next up, Rusev with Lana versus Roman Reigns. Yes. Is this for the U.S. U.S. Championship? Uh, of course it is the Clash of Champions. Um, oh yeah, every fight is for a belt, right? Yeah. I didn't even think. Of hmm. I want Rusev to retain. Yeah. I think he's one of the top heels in like a long time. Right. Especially like that perennial like foreign heel that they have. Yeah. Um. This is a tough one. I think my I'm going to say Rusev is going to retain. Clean over Roman. Mm. Because yeah, it's possible. Yeah, it's possible because that might be why they had him win on Raw. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Roman Reigns wins the U.S. Championship title. Yeah, it doesn't seem <laughs> out of the question. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's just like <laughs> I don't know. I do. I know. I, I don't think I, I can't see that happening. Right. Because I'm like, what's, like, Rusev with the U.S. title, but... And people are going to boo so hard if he wins. They're going to hate it. Also, he doesn't, like, feel like he wants it. Yeah. <laughs> but that makes me think part of it, like, it'll be, like, he'll have the U.S. title and he'll just, like, wear it and, then, like, still be going for the main belt. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just going to keep that prediction, even though it's not a good prediction. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, Cesaro and Sheamus. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is for the number Cesaro one contender. Cesaro wins, yeah. Does it say it's for number one contender? Yeah, uh, final match in the best of seven series. Yeah, yeah. Number C- one contender. Cesaro takes this yeah I think Cesaro wins that and TJ Perkins versus Brian Kendrick for the cruiserweight championship oh honestly I think I think they're gonna drop it to Kendrick right away (laughs) yeah I mean honestly I think I think it would be smart (laughs) yeah I think it would be smart I think they did kind of make a mistake I think I don't think Brian Kendrick should have won on raw we were talking about that we didn't get it I think they should have gave it to uh Cedric Alexander yeah because I think like I think it should be about like two no-name guys having the best cruiserweight match that only raw viewers have ever seen. Yeah, and I think like those guys are capable of having a match that'll just steal the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Kendrick and per- Perkins can't have a match that'll be steal the night. They, yeah. Uh, I, maybe I'm wrong though. No, I don't. I don't necessarily disagree with that. Yeah. So, but you think Kendrick will win? I think Perkins will retain. Okay. But I think that 
I, I think that's a, I think that's a good pick as opposed to my <laughs> reigns being a bad pick. I think that is a good pick because after seeing Perkins do a backstage interview and also the fact that they didn't even show him on Raw, they yeah. celebrated Kendrick more. I could see them just being like, "You won the classic," and that's it. Yeah, you get the big stupid trophy. And we, that- the one thing, I, the point I didn't bring up about the classic, uh, whatever, so much to talk about is that I hate that they put it in the third hour, and I was like, "Oh man, uh, imagine they said a cruiserweight show." Yeah. On the network? Yeah. It'd be so much better. Yeah. Put it Thursday nights where SmackDown used to be or whatever. Yeah, or maybe layer it into NXT somehow. Yeah. Make NXT two hours. I don't know. I would love a two-hour NXT. Put a cruiserweight segment on NXT. The problem is that NXT is all cruiserweights. Yeah, nothing but. Like, Shinsuke yeah. is a cruiserweight, right? He's yeah, like, under 200. Well, yeah, it's he, under 210 or something. What's he, the? He, does, he weighs around 205, right? Yeah, but what's the cruiserweight? It's under 225? Is that the idea? It's 205. 205, yeah. Maybe he's a little more, but. Tony Nese is not less than 205. I think he is. That's, I, I don't know. Unless yeah. he's five foot. Well, Tony Nese was on it. Tony Nese is dope. Yeah, yeah. He's they great. must like not like him. They put him on NXT. He lost. I don't know. I really think that there's a lot of personal politics that yeah. affect storylines. And that's why I keep saying, I think like Bray Wyatt, his da- IRS must have done something horrible to the McMahons for them to keep burying all of the rotundas. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, all right, what's the next match? The, the one you'd answer, Owens and Rollins. Oh, yeah. Oh, Owens versus... Rollins. Okay. You go first. Owens. Owens retains. How? Uh, I'm going to say clean. I think he beats him clean. That's my... I think Owens clean retain. Owens is just going to win that match, and the pay-per-view is going to be over, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think Rollins can take losses. You know, yeah. think about Rollins had like a whole year of being the champion, but never winning clean. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like <laughs> yeah. he basically lost every match when he's yeah. the champion, and we still loved him. Like he lost up. O- yeah. Owens really needs like a really nice clean win to solidify. Look, this match will de- this match will determine a lot. Yeah. Now, the other element is that we haven't seen Triple H. Like Triple H could come in and then Shit. Yeah, Kevin Owens right. could win because of Triple H again. Right. Uh, I really hope that's not the case. Just confuse everybody and then pedigree Kevin Owens and give the belt back to yeah. Rollins. <laughs> I could also see a thing where like Triple H comes out and then Stephanie comes out and is just like, "What are you doing here? Like, what what's going on with you? Like, what?" And then that distracts and then Kevin Owens wins. So that's like not actually. It's a like yeah. a out of the ring yeah. distraction. Yeah. But I think either way, I mean, do the old uh, while Seth Rollins is like looking out to the ramp. Yeah. Owens comes up behind him and rolls him up. Yeah, I think it'd be more powerful. The best way to write this is Kevin Owens wins clean, and then on Monday Triple H comes out with Kevin Owens and is like, "Look, look, like you told know? you, yeah, 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 told you," and is like, "Look," and that's it. And I think, yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, because I want that. I want that's the thing I've been looking for is that is the explanation from Triple H as to what is going on, like why he picked, why Owens. Yeah, why I turned. think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah. Good. Um, any uh, any other last thoughts? Uh, Nia Jax needs to be completely retooled. That's my final thought. Okay. She's smiling. Her her music sucks. She smiles. She's supposed to be this monster lady. Yeah, her music does kind of suck. Sucks. It's like, it's like I'm not like another. If you watch ever. Breaking Ground, she says she's like I don't like my music. Like, oh really? Yeah. She's like it's like so poppy. And do you like that they start in like. Really close. Oh, they do the the Simpsons like eye shifty eye dog. And and you know why they do that? They did because Vince was just like, well, she's got a pretty face. Yeah, and that's it. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, because she has like really like she has like 
celebrity face. Yes. Like, uh, uh, I'm not, like, being superficial. I'm saying, like, her skin is, like, re- she has, like, she beautiful glows, skin. Yeah. She's, like, a very pretty lady. Yes. Uh, yeah, but uh, no, they, if they're going to make her, like, this monster, they need to, she's come out to some heavy, heavy music. Yeah. Like, and just not smile. Yeah. Like, even in her, like, pictures, like, her promo picture, she's, like, smiling. It's yeah. It's like, stop. You're not, you're not, like, a nice person. Uh... Count her out. She's dead. Yeah. That's the person you want. Interesting. Interesting. I guess they're trying. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a hot take to hot end take. the show. Anyway, hey, yeah. listen. We're all going to clash this weekend because mm-hmm. we're all champions. <laughs> uh, remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends about it. That's the most powerful thing you could do. I really I'll put on my sincere voice, which is uh, very similar to my other voice. Uh, and, uh, yeah, like if you have friends who like professional wrestling you've been listening to this uh spread the word it uh, uh word of mouth is uh is is uh in my life is the most powerful way to promote somebody i respect tells me something's good so i respect all of you let's spread the respect you know what i'm saying respect hey uh uh, uh, uh follow us on uh twitter at cow podcast and uh join our facebook discussion group uh comedians of wrestling uh and uh keep watching wrestling kisses This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.